everybody. This is Ashley. This is Karen. And this is The Musicals. Sorry, we took a little break last week. Uh, I was on spring break. And so we took a little break thinking you might be taking a little break too. But we are back. And how are you, Karen? I am doing well. Um, it has been springs around the corner. So I'm good. I do enjoy uh, springtime and summer more so than winter. So I am ready for what is to come. Good. I'm also ready for winter to be done. I'm ready for some nice weather. It's been rainy here. I'm just ready for spring. Bring it on. Have you absolutely seen, yes. Have you seen anything good since we last talked? Or stumbled across anything good? Um, not really. Um, I saw the preview for In the Heights, the trailer for In the Heights. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has come out. Um, that's pretty much what I've been paying attention to. Um, I think the lights are going to come back on on Broadway shortly. Um, I'm really hoping for it. And uh, COVID has made me, and a whole year of isolation has made me reassess my life. We're taking a trip to New York. Yay! That's like, we've got to figure this out and uh, we have to go for it. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. I actually really love New York as much as I don't love big cities. Man, I love New York. I haven't, like, I've only been once actually and I was quite young. So I don't remember, like I was a teenager and you see things differently as a teenager. Sure. Um, But I, this is my choice because is that um, we need to go see um, the Music Man because okay. it's going to have Hugh Jackman in it, and I think it's Sutton Foster with him. Ooh, and she's your girl. She is. She is indeed. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've. Uh, I shouldn't say I love New York because I have only been there a few times, and in the most recent was probably five years ago. But it was one of those yeah. places. I was there for I don't know five days or something and I was like I could totally live here for like a year yeah. before it made me too hard but yeah. um I just I just I like public transportation which is a super dorky oh, sure. thing to say yeah no I agree yeah <laughs> but yeah. it's it's just such a fun place but yes I will absolutely go with you Karen once we can go places again yes so this is a funny thing talking about big cities is I love um public transportation as well I grew up in a big city like it was like nine million people etc etc but New York scares me I don't know why I have this like fear of like everybody like taxi drivers are going to be running me over in New York City for some reason it's the dumbest thing alive no Karen you just have to walk with purpose and you will be fine Okay, I can do that. Other, I mean, it's the strangest thing. I'll get on planes and go to like foreign cities. No problem, where I don't even speak the language. I'm terrified of going to New York by myself. <laughs> Dumbest thing. I mean, by yourself, it could be intimidating. My sister and I kind of took the city together and it was it was fun, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Good we were there that. for my cousin's wedding. So we had oh, a yeah, purpose. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you guys went and saw um, Aladdin, didn't you? We saw Aladdin and then we saw the Rockettes. Aladdin was um, Aladdin was very good, but during uh-huh. the middle of it, um, there was a fire drill and I was unsure what I was supposed to do. And I was sitting near the aisle. So like I got up and left cause that's what you're supposed to do when the fire thing goes. Yes. And then it was really awkward cause then I didn't have my ticket and I didn't, I, they were all fine about it, but then it was like the magic carpet scene too. And so they had to like the actors had to get back into it. 
And they did a really good job of doing that, but it was so incredibly awkward. And it was a weird spot to like have that whole thing happen. Yeah. But it was fun. And the show was really good. We also saw the Rockettes. I think I said that, but my sister and I went and saw the Rockettes, which was fun because it was November. So they were doing their Christmas spectacular already. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Okay. Um, Okay. We're going. Yes. I did. Since we last talked, I did uh, watch Nature of the Dream and I found it incredibly fascinating. Um, okay. Usually when I watch something on TV, I'm always like looking at my phone and like multitasking yeah. and I found myself completely drawn to it. I could not okay. look away, which I uh-huh. think speaks to the content. And I think it speaks to the acting and the producing of the show. Uh-huh. Um, so that was um, kind of focused on the black experience in Iowa. Yep. And it was directed by Miriam Randolph and it had... Yep. Oh, half a dozen or so actors in it um, portraying different stories. And so those stories were all written by the actors about their experiences. Okay. okay. Um, and so um, there were more stories represented than people. So there were some actors that did multiple stories, if yeah. you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just a really interesting insight for someone like me who is not in the minority in the uh-huh. state. Um it was really interesting. And one thing that is still sticking with me, um, uh, what was his name? Clifton Anthony, I believe, was the gentleman um, from- was there from um, the play we saw. Yeah. Um, I and you. I and you, that's right. Yes. That's what it was. He called. was yeah. in this. He was in this okay. as well in several scenes. He was very good. Um, but there was one thing that he said about an experience he had where uh, he was like, you know, in the South, um, racism hits you and you you know that this person is a racist they're they're outwardly racist and Uh so you can avoid those people and it's not a shock to you but he said that in Iowa um people aren't racist to your face yeah and it really kind of stuck with me because he's like you know it was more like people are trying to be nice to you until they're not like they're they're hidden racists yeah. And that's even more scary and more dangerous. And yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I understand that. And that's really stuck with me, I guess, even after yeah. seeing it, I don't know, three weeks ago. Um, so I'm a minority a woman of color. And um, I agree with that sentiment because in some ways you're lulled into complacency in Iowa. Like I know when I'm in situations where I need to have my guard up, and I know, and I'm ready for it. And then there are times in Iowa where um, you've let your guard down and then suddenly you're like, did that just happen? And mm-hmm. my nature is such to say, oh, it, it must not be, it's Iowa. Everybody in Iowa is nice. So that's that's a very, like, very interesting. And I don't mean interesting like an, oh, that's an interesting thought. That's a very valid concern for people who are in a minority. Yeah, and I think it was just something I hadn't thought of before. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I found I found the whole piece very powerful. I mean, some scenes were more impactful than others, um, uh-huh. but it was really interesting. Um, and I think that it met the goal of what it was trying to achieve. I mean, it, okay. I believe that it uplifted Black voices, um, and I think it was a nice showcase. 
I uh-huh. thought I had heard that they're going to try and put it into some film festivals and, and whatnot, but I think it was okay, very nice. produced. It, it was very, I, I was very impressed. I was very Okay, impressed. good deal. It was um, lengthy, like I think it was over two hours, but um, okay. I watched it over two days and I, I, yeah. I really liked it. So I hope others were able to see it as well. Yeah, I wonder if they'll do another release of it as well too. We'll be right back. When we last were talking about what we're going to review next, I told you that the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella from my childhood was what I wanted to watch. Yes. And I can't wait to hear what you think, Karen, because I just can't wait. Okay. What did you Excellent. think? Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was charming. I thought it was just a charming, like, musical. So. Yay! Uh, a couple different things. Um, I like you know what the story is, so you can you're tracking along with the whole story. And um, I was surprised at how not dated it was. Like it is dated, but it's not. Where it shows it's dated is in the special effects. The, the, the special the effects backdrops. are yes. Um, but I found it kind of charming as well too. Um, uh, I also thought the costumes were were a little dated, not in style because it's supposed to be fairy costume, not fairy uh, fairy tale costumes. But the colors, there was a lot of orange going on, a lot of orange and green, and I'm like, what is this? And then I realized it was the time. Um, but I think for the time, though, the costumes were good. I enjoyed the ugly sisters. I thought the actresses did a wonderful job. That was fun. It was just very. It was just a charming musical. It was just very, like, just a charming musical. Um, I'm just going to keep going. Uh, one thing I did like was the casting of, I'm looking, Leslie Ann Warren as Cinderella yeah. herself. Uh, two things I noticed is she was a very youthful looking Cinderella, yeah. and I really liked that. And I read online that she was just 18 when she yes. got caught. Yep. And she looked super familiar. And I was like, why does she look so familiar? So when I looked her up, she was on Will and Grace in its first run. Okay. Um, she was the girlfriend of Will's dad. Okay. And so that's um, that's how I recognized her from. But I like the fact that she was very youthful and lent uh, like an innocence to the character as well To Like, I think if they had somebody who was a little older like it would have come across as like somebody worldly playing innocent, but she she did it well. And I enjoyed that part as well too. And I did like her little outfit, like her, uh, her um, for the ball, when she goes for the ball, like oh. she, no, no, when she, her dress, when she goes for the, with the tiara for the ball. And I was like, oh, they've definitely made her the fashionable one because of course, you know, the ugly sisters have to wear like hideous outfits. But then afterwards, I noticed that her outfit matched Prince Charming's, you know? Obviously. I know, I know. And like the other thing I noticed that I thought was super cute was, um, is he Prince Charming in this or is that Snow White? I think he's a name in this. Mm. I think he's Prince something in this. I can't Prince remember. Prince Christopher something. He's got the big long name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But um, I also noticed with the dancing, when he danced with everybody else, they did like the like single hand hold 
line dancing, but with her, it was like full on dancing, twirling, dancing. dancing. Yes. It was like, oh, okay. So yeah, I just, I just thought it was charming. It's on Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it for free. And I sat and watched it in like one sitting and it, it moves along pretty nicely. It's only one hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's hour, hour and a half. Maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It moves along at a pretty good clip. Um, I didn't get overly attached to any of the music. I will admit there was the one song that I liked that was like sitting in the corner song. In my own little corner. That's it. That's the one that stood out to me and I enjoyed that. So, Um, so I suppose I should have prefaced this whole conversation with the reason that I wanted to go back to this, this musical was I saw it had come up on Broadway HD and I had this musical on a VHS tape when I was a child and I cannot tell you how many times I watched it. Yeah. So many times that when I turned it on last night, um, I knew all the words. I knew exactly what was going to happen. I had my kids with me and I was like, oh guys, guys, there's going to be a sparkle over here and the fairy godmother is going to show up. And that's what yeah. it was. It was a sparkle. It was like some flex. And then yes, she yeah. And my kids were like, what is happening with the graphics? I'm like, shh, it's 1965. This is great. Yeah. So, yeah. so I had emotional attachment to this show yeah. and like, I, I could sing all the words. I knew when the songs were coming. I like, I know this and I haven't seen it in probably 20 years, Yeah. but um, it just holds a really special place in my heart. So I'm very excited that you liked it because I was like, and I, I, I still like it. And I don't know yeah. if that's because of nostalgia or if it's still good. No, I genuinely liked it. Like I said, it was just a charming production. It was just like, um, it didn't pretend to be something that it wasn't. I think that's what I liked. And that's why I keep using the word charming is like, um, it played it straight. And like, I like that it just played it straight and it didn't try to be something that it wasn't. Um, I like the fact that they had real horses, except for the one trippy scene where I don't know why they were in a flying carriage. Um, I, I did not understand that little scene. They could have just had it where they had like rolling background. You know what I mean? Like you just wind the background on there, but it was like this trippy flying carriage thing. Um, but uh, no, I, I, I just liked it that they played it straight. It was moved at a good clip and I wouldn't have a problem watching it again. Great. Um, <laughs> I'm so happy, Karen. Oh, I, so, so yeah, 1965, Leslie Ann Warren, she was 18. And then when I was a kid, I always thought that the stepsisters seemed really old and they are. They are old. Yeah. One of them was 30, the 20 years older than her, 38. And the other one was 33. Um, so the, cause I had to dig into that. So one of the sisters was, um, Pat Carroll was Prunella, and I don't know if you caught her voice, but she's Ursula in The Little Mermaid. Really? Yeah, the sister with the creaky knee. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Yeah, because I was like, man, her voice is familiar, and I looked it up, and yep, she was Ursula. Oh, I never... underestimate the use of body language (laughs) that's my my favorite Ursula line yes and like 
the um, stepmom played by Joe Van Fleet, she was only like uh, 13 years older than her. Okay. And then Barbara Ruick was Esmeralda, the other sister. Um, yeah. And did you see that Ginger Rogers was the queen? I did. She was the queen. Yes. I saw that in the um, opening credits. And then when I saw Ginger Rogers, I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. So, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, no, I uh, opening scene, I was like, oh, man, these backdrops are so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, there's no special effects or the yeah, special no, effects. Not at all. Yeah. No. Because as yeah. you said, she goes to the ball and there's like, a cardboard cutout basically of a carriage and the horse's legs move just a little bit and they're like yes. flying against this backdrop yeah my children could not process that my my oldest <laughs> like what is that happening and I said no they're flying to the ball and she's like why and then you see it they go past the castle and Natalie's yelling mom they went past the castle yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know they're just flying for no reason I did not understand that part at all because everything else worked fine. You know, I did not understand that. So, yeah. yeah. The other thing that I got a good chuckle about was the uh, stroke of midnight part where it's like, it starts to, it's like, it, it says it's midnight, but then there's enough time to have a full song before it starts striking 12. Oh no, it was a quarter two before the song. Cause she's oh, like, I should go. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, I was yes. watching that clock. Yep, she should go. Okay. And then it starts to strike and she leaves. Okay, I gotcha. All right. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, I thought that you said that Leslie Ann Warren was very innocent and sweet. And she was, but I feel like almost to a fault, she was, all I could think of was doe-eyed. Like her eyes were yeah. always so big and sweet and pure. And I'm just, it was almost too much for me. Really? Um, yeah, almost. <laughs> almost but uh i also so the costumes i thought were pretty great i they all had funky hats um or like yes. slinkies they, up on their head well that's what i was gonna say they weren't even hats it was more like um uh like fancy hair nets but they weren't nets it was like all like they all had like um like stockings on their heads yeah except for cinderella never had one no, she never had one. She did wear a headscarf, though. Yeah. I just, no. I didn't understand that. So, and, like, this, I remember as a kid being really fascinated by the hats the that the stepsisters wore, yeah. wore. Yeah. Yeah. There's just a yeah. lot of, a lot of hats. Um, yeah. Which was okay. Yeah. And so you also said that you weren't attached to any songs. I was attached to a bunch of the songs. So. Oh, okay. Um, my own little corner. I love that song. It's very cute. And also, I think when I was in high school, um, I sang a solo um, of my own little corner at some variety show or something. Oh, okay. So I knew that one ins inside out and backwards. Um, they, I like the impossible song. I think that one's really fun. Oh, that has impossible. a good rhythm to it. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's a really yeah. good rhythm to it. Yeah. It reminds me of in the Music Man. There's a song like that in the Music Man. Which one am I thinking of? Uh, anyway, that's I okay. Know. I and think then, the train song, the Music Man. You know what I'm talking about? The train song. The, the Wells Fargo wagon is a that one. The Wells Fargo maybe wagon song. Yeah, maybe I can't remember. Yeah, and then the other song, like I don't know, the one their love song when they're like, "Do I love you because you're beautiful? Are you beautiful because I love you?" Uh -huh. That's so sappy. And then 
there's a really catchy song too that was like why would a fellow want a girl like her a girl oh, true. Yeah, yeah that one is really catchy for me yes um so i actually liked a lot of the songs and we saw we saw rogers and hammerstein cinderella you did. i didn't oh you did not okay yes. it was at yeah. the civic center in the last yeah. 10 years i don't know yeah. when it was and I feel like some of those songs were there. Like I know my own little corner was there, but maybe not all of those songs. Okay. Um, but I thought the stage production was really good too. Okay. Um, like yeah. I would definitely see it again. I would take my kids. Yeah. So I did I did have the kids watch the show with me. Um, Natalie was really uh, distracted by all the men in tights. She oh. <laughs> did not like that costume choice. Yes. And then she was also really upset that Cinderella was wearing like yellowy orange tights. So when she put on uh, the yes. slipper. And on the slipper, you could see it. I, I'm kind of with Natalie on that. <laughs> I did not understand the purpose of that either because I'm like, what is this hideousness? Yeah. And the, both of the children had a very clear picture of what Cinderella should look like. And she should be blonde with a blue dress. Thank you, Disney. Oh, so, yeah. Right. They were upset about that, but they did. Yeah. They both really liked her ball gown, and I did too. It was I did it too. Really it was pretty. pretty. Yeah. Um, and then I had to laugh because Abby, my five-year-old, was like, "Why do they just keep stopping and singing? That's not how life yeah. works." <laughs> of course, it would be her who says that. I know she's far too practical. I yes. Just, it made me laugh though. I was like, "Oh, honey, it's a musical." She's like. Oh, uh, wait, let me know when the singing part's over. I'm going to go over here. <laughs> but she's the one who loved cats. I, <laughs> you're right. She did love cats. Maybe she thinks like humans aren't supposed to sing. Like that's not life. Whereas you can suspend all belief with singing cats. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I went on a nice trip down memory lane and it was just, yeah. it was a nice watch you know what i mean a little hour yeah, i hour agree plus. yes yeah yeah it was it's a fun watch it's very one thing i think is um why i keep saying it's on prime is because um it's a fun watch for kids and it is short mm -hmm. like you could especially for young kids i think it would be a good introduction to a musical yeah so. it kept my kids attention the whole time and i mean it's live action it's not a cartoon but they were right, they were invested right. yeah um and i think I think they thought the prince was kind of dreamy like I did when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it, it has is, real horses. I know. That's the part I enjoyed. I enjoyed the fact that they were real horses. So, oh, yeah. I did yeah. notice yesterday that I hadn't noticed 20 years ago, the prince can't really ride a horse. He was very nervous on that horse. Um, well, that what I noticed is in the very first scene is that um, you could totally tell that the horse handler was his squire. Yes, you know, absolutely. because the, the horse was definitely he was definitely leading the horse around. Yes. And yeah, yeah, it was very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Like in the they're talking about the princess having a ball and there's like they go to all these town people and the ones like I wish I were a younger girl. And then there's like a little girl. Oh, like, the little I wish girl. I were an older girl. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. being that being that age and being like, yeah, me too. I want to go to the ball. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. Well, it was good. Thank you for watching it, Karen. You can pick the next one. 
I can. Well, I don't have anything like off the top of my head right now that I can think of. Otherwise, I'm going to make you watch The Sound of Music. Okay, I'll do it. No, you don't have to be quite so, uh, you know, like devastated by it. But that's the only one I can think of that I know, like I'm super attached to. It's such a dark story, though. Like, I don't want to be watching like you know the sound of music and everybody thinks it's you know a fun story and it's not it's a terrible story um hmm. you know it's springtime for hitler in germany maybe we should watch the producers i'd be okay with that actually because i was humming that song the other day (laughs) so yeah let's do that let's watch um the now we got watching the nathan lane version matthew that would be the better one right yeah see if we can find it yeah see if we can find it Also, Des Moines Playhouse has got some new stuff coming soon. Yes, they've taken their uh, pictures, their um, production pictures. What's the word? Promotional pictures. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes. Um, So some some Enchanted Evening is the Rodgers and Hammerstein musical review. Yes. And that's April 9th through May 9th. And then that's That's running up. Yeah, it is. We should get our tickets. And then uh, it's running in rep with Velveteen Rabbit, April 16th through May 2nd. Okay. So um, I am really looking forward. I'm looking forward to both of them, but I think I'm looking forward a little bit more to some Enchanted Evening. Yeah. Um, and I think they should take like a Sunday matinee and make it a sing-along. That's okay. my suggestion. Uh, Des Moines Playhouse, can you hear me? One Sunday, sing a long. That's what they should do. Are you going to be singing loudly, Karen? Well, no, I will um, save you, spare you the pain. So, but you will definitely know that I am enjoying myself. So that's how it will be. Yes, the producers is available. I mean, you can watch it. There's the 2005 version is what it is yeah the one with nathan lane and uh matthew broderick matthew broderick yeah okay let's do that let's do that sounds good all righty anything else to add i don't think so karen thanks for watching cinderella with me yes i enjoyed it and I, i genuinely enjoyed it i thought it was fun it was good it was just a good charming musical and sometimes you just need those so I mean, if you think about it, the story of Cinderella is kind of a lame story and it can be summed up in like three minutes, so. Um, I like the story of Cinderella better than I do Snow White. Um, Snow White totally creeps me out. Um, But Cinderella is like, like, I feel like Cinderella has more gumption. Okay. Yeah, I just I watched Cinderella, the Disney version, I don't know, in the last few years. And I was like, man, there's not a lot of substance to this. It's a lot of mice (laughs) running around. (laughs) Cinderella, Cinderella. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Karen, for watching it with me. I had a nice time. And I look forward to the producers. I don't know if I've ever seen it start to finish. I have. Yeah, I definitely have. The movie, I mean, and I saw it at the Des Moines Playhouse too, and uh, Des Moines uh, Civic Center as well too. So, yeah. oh, really? I don't remember yeah. that. It came like a long. It was before we had season tickets. Okay. And um, it, yeah, it was 
I don't know. It, it's been a long, long time. Okay. But I remember I uh, like laughing and thinking to myself, should I be laughing at this point? You know. <laughs> uh, but that's how the entire musical is, you know. And I just being like, I, I this seems so inappropriate that I think this is so funny, but it is so funny. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, excellent. <laughs> Alrighty, okay. I will see you around. All right, talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. bye.